Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Please understand that the people you meet and whether or not you meet new people, that is also dependent on the energy of your friends as well. Because you could be receptive to meeting new people, but if you go out with a friend that has like, rbf rest in b face and they are just not trying to talk to anybody then understand that as a group y'all are going to look unapproachable and so you can just forget about meeting new people because it's not just about you it's about whether or not the group looks approachable Because sometimes people have issues where they may have had somebody else fulfilling that need or that void and that person or that relationship is now strained and so they now place these expectations on you or they have certain issues and they expect you to do such and such to help them fill that void. That is not necessarily your job. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. My name is Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability for your life to become the best version of yourself. For the next two weeks we're going to be talking about accepting people for who they are. Now today we're going to be talking about it from the standpoint of when people don't accept you for who you are. And next week, we're going to be talking about when you don't accept people for who they are or when you project onto them. And this is important because for the last few weeks and for the upcoming weeks as well, we have talked about and we'll be talking about reinventing yourself, you know, leveling up, becoming the best version of yourself or being the best version of yourself. And especially with the new year coming around the corner, I'm sure everybody's like working on their vision boards and things they want to manifest, etc., etc. And you will be leveling up in the process and that might pose some issues in your relationships if it hasn't already or not. But either way, you would be meeting new people as you level up. And so we're talking about relationships today we're talking about being accepted for who you are being accepted for the best version of yourself because i don't think some people realize that sometimes your frustration with other people or other people's frustration with you is because they are projecting onto you or holding you to their imaginary potential that they made up And that's not who you are or that's not who you're trying to be. That's not who you're trying to become as you level up. Sometimes that's that's never even who you've been before. Like you've never showed these people that that's who you were. But because that's what they need, they project that onto you and that causes conflict in your relationships. Let me give you some personal examples with myself so you can see what I'm talking about. For me personally, I have felt like for many times, for many years in my life, actually, there's been a lot of times where I felt like there was a struggle for me to be accepted by people. And I don't mean like, (laughs) I don't mean like in terms of drama or anything. I mean, because I have always been a type of person who has always been more or less dedicated to my own personal growth and development. And I am very introspective. I will reflect a lot. I will go through things or see people go through things. And I will reflect on that to learn the experiences so that my experience is not wasted and my pain is not wasted, right? So because I've always been that way, I felt like, I have always been growing rapidly and sometimes faster than some of the people I've been around at different points in my life. And that always posed an issue because 
sometimes I felt like I would be just outgrowing people and they would struggle to accept like this newer, better version of me. One specific example is like, over the course of my life, I have never been like somebody who was really interested in drinking and going out a lot and drugs and that kind of stuff. And I remember in college specifically, like earlier in college, like freshman year, I felt like I was surrounded by people who, you know, now lived on campus for the first time. Now you're living on your own for the first time. And like all people wanted to do was go out and drink and, you know, do all of these crazy things. But me being from back home in the Caribbean, like that's like drinking was always normalized, you know, like it, it wasn't a big deal. So because I grew up in a in a country where things were where that was like kind of normal and like you wouldn't get arrested and thrown in jail for doing that. I I got used to it early and I never saw the hype. So to me, because it was normal where I come from. It, like, it was just something people did if they wanted to, like, socially. And you didn't really, like, get too crazy all the time. But here, when I moved here in, and I went to college and I was in freshman year, it's like, it, it was like, it was treated differently. It was like something people wanted to do and get extremely wasted and, like, try to sneak alcohol and do all of these things. But I was now in a country where you could literally get arrested for that or something. So it was like, it was treated very differently but because it wasn't really normalized, it it seemed more like a vice to people, whereas to me, it wasn't that big of a deal, and I just wasn't interested in doing it. I wasn't hyped for it, like a lot of the people around me, because it was just like normalized. I, I, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. That's not what we're here to discuss. The point is, I was never really interested in drinking excessively or doing anything like that like back then more of a like drinking socially like one drink was fine but outside of that it was never really my thing and I always felt like people like people would think I was lame or I was boring or you know like they would find an issue with the fact that I didn't just want to chug drinks or take shots like I it's just not my cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea. And my thing is, I never gave that energy to begin with. So why do people have to find an issue with that? Like back then, I did not really care to be around. Like it didn't bother me. I didn't really care to be around people if they wanted to drink. I just knew I wasn't really interested in it like that. So I just wouldn't do it. But I don't care if anybody else wants to drink. That's just not what I want to do. But my thing is, and if you do this, I really want you to just, I, I just, I just really want to know. Why is it that when you choose to not drink, everybody who wants to drink has an issue with it and wants to peer pressure you. But when they are drinking, you simply just mind your business. Like, if people want to drink, that's none of my business. It's your body. You can do whatever you want. I don't sit there judging you. You're an adult. That is your decision. I'm fine with that. I, like, I literally do not care. But why make an issue if I don't want to drink? You see what I'm saying? Like, that's my thing. So back in, like, my younger days, I mean, I'm not old. But, like, back in the early 20s, especially college days, etc., when that's when... That's what people were interested in doing. And even even after, because I told y'all, I think two years ago, I went through this process. <laughs> I don't even know. It's exactly like what I told y'all. The fact that I reflect a lot and I change and I, I, I feel like I grow and I outgrow things fast sometimes. I was at a point where I felt like, okay, I really want to limit drinking to like only carnival season carnival as in like back home St. Lucia carnival 
that's like the only time I would drink and it's like maybe one or two drinks but I have never really I've never really been a drinker it's never really been my thing you know have there been times where I drank yes but like lately I was like I just really don't want to consume any alcohol at all I don't I rarely ever do it socially I'm fine getting a mocktail or just water like that's that's where I am right and I literally don't care who thinks differently like I don't care if people want to drink I don't care if I go out with my friends and we go out to dinner and they get cocktails with their food I don't care right I don't care I don't judge them that's none of my business they can get whatever they want and I will get whatever I want but I felt like that's something that has always bothered people sometimes not all the time but it's like when people want to drink, they want drinking buddies. And I'm just like, if I don't want to drink, you can't peer pressure me into drinking. Drugs too, like that was never my thing. No type of smoking. I don't do hookah, which is crazy because I live in Atlanta and it's very popular. But I've never in been interested in doing drugs, smoking, vaping, none of that. And my sole reason for being that way is because I chose to be health conscious years ago when I was in college, when I had a, a minor health scare that could have led to me having to do surgery. I started changing the way I ate. And then over time, I just gradually made different changes where I was more stricter on myself in terms of how I maintain my health. And then it got to the point where it was like, okay, little to no alcohol, and then I never did drugs, so I was never interested in that anyway. But like with the hookah and stuff like that, like my friends know, don't invite me anywhere where there's hookah, because I don't even want to be in the environment where people are smoking around me, because that still implicates my health. You see what I'm saying? So that was never my thing, and I never, like I'm a shy, reserved person, I stick to myself, I can talk a lot and joke and etc. When I'm around people I'm comfortable with, right? Like my true personality comes out when I'm around my friends. But overall, I'm still very like reserved to myself. I have never been the type of person that is the life of the party, right? But I have never been like the extremely outgoing friend. I have never given that type of energy ever. So over the years, when people have expected that from me, it literally just confused me. Because my thing is, when did I ever give that type of energy? When did I ever indicate that that was something I did or did consistently? You see what I'm saying? If I never gave that, then why expect that from me? Like, why is there an issue accepting me for who I am, who you've always known me to be, right? And the thing was, when I was younger, like back in college and stuff, and I would be like the lame one because <laughs> I didn't want to do anything. And then people would, you know, share their frustration with my lack of excitement towards different things. At first, when I was younger, I thought that there was something wrong with me. I literally thought that that was something that I had to change and it made me feel very out of place because back then I just wasn't as secure in who I was. You know, back then, like when you're younger and that kind of stuff, like you tend to be more susceptible to peer pressure. So, you know, I, I struggled with not being accepted for who I was in those situations. I give that example because that's the most prominent example in my life because I was never... Like, I've had a drink here and there, but I was never the type of person to consistently do that or to drink excessively. Like, I never gave that energy. I never gave that. That has never been me. And that has been the one thing that, over time, has bothered a lot of people. Like, even when I remember going to different um, get-togethers and whatnot with larger friend groups and you know other mutual friends and if people were playing drinking games or stuff and I didn't want to drink I didn't want to take shots because I just decided that I didn't want to like some people would actually get upset 
I, I actually had to fight to stand my ground sometimes because some people would genuinely get upset that I didn't want to drink. And my thing is, why does it bother you so much? Like everybody else is drinking. There's no issue there. I don't want to drink and we have to argue. Why are we arguing? Are you okay? Like, why does that bother you? Why do you need everybody to do that with you? Like, just enjoy your life. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not judging you. I don't think any less of you. I literally do not care. In my mind, you 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 can do whatever you want. I can do whatever I want. I'm not going to bother you, so don't bother me, right? And the thing is, thank God I decided to be true to myself and just place people accordingly. Because what I did was eventually that particular group of people, I distanced myself from them a lot over time because I realized that if that's how they were going to act, then I just wouldn't go around them. I didn't have any issue with them outside of it, but my thing was at that point in time, I thought I could be who I was and be around other people who chose to do things differently and we could just be fine and accept each other's differences but I realized not everybody is willing to accept you as you are if it doesn't align with what they want from you or what they are also doing for whatever reason that's none of your business but I realized that that's not going to always work so I decided to put some distance between me and said people so that's what I mean when I talk about having issues with people accepting you for what you, for who you are because as you reinvent yourself as you become the best version of yourself there are some old habits that you have that are going to die and unfortunately there are some friendships and relationships in your life that are maintained by those bad habits and they are going to start getting very rocky as you kill off those habits as you become the best version of yourself, as you be, as you act as the best version of yourself. And so I'm making this episode to let you know that it is okay to be who you are and you only need to be around people who accept you for who you are. And yes, as you evolve, as you grow, there will be times where you feel like you're outgrowing your, outgrowing your friendships. But at the end of the day, I feel like you should also, it's not just about like cutting people off because y'all don't agree completely anymore. I feel like there should definitely be communication. Like if things are changing for you, if you are changing the things you like, then that's something you communicate with your friends, right? Communicate your new boundaries, communicate, um, you know, your different expectations of yourself and the standards that you set for yourself so that they are aware that, okay, they can expect to see certain changes within you and within the way y'all interact. That way they're not caught off guard and they don't think like, oh, you're switching up, whatever. Because on one end, yes, you are switching up, but on the other end, that's not necessarily how you should be approached, <laughs> okay? Because that could potentially be a red flag. But... I would say you definitely want to communicate that. When I felt that way about that larger friend group, I communicated how I felt with the friends that I actually had, like the people I was actually closest to in the group, like not the other mutual friends. I communicated to them and I said, look, this is how it's going to be for me moving forward. I'm aware that I was fine with certain things, etc., etc., but this is where I am right now, this will be changing, and, you know, like, I would appreciate if that's something that could be respected, because I'm not going to be coming around in situations where people are arguing with me or finding a fault in how I choose to be now, because I'm not offending anybody, right? So after I communicated and I had that conversation, everything was fine, right? The relationship was fine, we're still friends, okay? <laughs> we're still friends but eventually with the broader group too like they started respecting that okay they know that I'm just not going to drink but I had to communicate those um different boundaries those new boundaries and expectations and standards that I had for myself now it's not just about leveling up and then cutting people off you know be respectful of the fact that you've 
cultivated those relationships for years and at least communicate with people. If they choose not to accept you, then you can let them go. You can put some distance. You can respond accordingly. But I would not say just change and then start looking at people differently. But yeah, I am grateful that I stayed true to myself and I accepted myself first before I, you know, put that on anybody else. And I decided to maintain those boundaries. So let me tell you what I've learned now. Let's talk about navigating people's expectations as you evolve, as you reinvent yourself, and as you start acting like the best version of yourself. One of the most important things I can say is that you need to assess the relationships in your life and what they bring to your life and what they require from you. And determine if that is in alignment with the best version of yourself. This is very important, okay? Because what you're not about to do is glow up, become your best self, and then keep people around you who are pulling you down. That's not what we're doing. So as we, be as we evolve, we need to make sure that our friendships, our relationships are evolving with us. Otherwise, they'll be holding you back. And again... Make sure you communicate, like I said before. But I need you to assess the relationships in your life and determine if they are in alignment and what needs to be compartmentalized, where do you need to communicate, where do you need to cut people off, etc., etc. If these relationships are in alignment, if they are beneficial, if they help you grow, if they help you level up, if you can see these people in your life long term for where you are going, not just where you are today, then great, right? Nothing to do here except continue to nurture those relationships. But if they are not, we have some work to do. We have some work to do. Now, here's the thing. I have found that as I continue to, you know, be the best version of myself, strive for more, achieve more, etc., people who are not in alignment or who are not on the same path of elevation, maybe they just they just don't care or, you know, they're going through different phases in their life and y'all are just not in the same phase right now, they will naturally fall off. So I'm not saying ignore it and let it fall off. There should definitely be some communication on your part if things are not going well. But honestly, I found that even with people who, let's say, I didn't really talk to them that often to begin with, as I became better, as I leveled up, so to speak, those relationships just naturally fell off. They fell off because like, like it, it was like a mutual ghost. It was like a mutual ghosting situation. Those relationships naturally fell off because I felt like we had nothing in common anymore. Like I said, the things that were holding our relationship together were the things that I decided to get rid of. They were some of my bad habits, some of my toxic traits, some of the things that I no longer resonated with. So because I wasn't like that, the relationship was dying and I just let it die, right? Because it wasn't good for me anymore. But those people just naturally fell off. I didn't even have to be too proactive. And also, and here's the thing too. When you start leveling up and you leave a season that you were once in where you weren't your best self, it can be very tempting to look down on people who are still there. But what I try to do is to just have compassion for people because I understand that when I was there, there were things that I had to go through to learn. It wasn't like an overnight process. Like even if somebody had been there before, if they just came to me and told me like what they thought I needed to know based on their experience, like what this is meant to teach me and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes that just wasn't enough. Okay, sometimes, sometimes I can be a little stubborn. Sometimes we can be a little stubborn, okay? Sometimes we have to learn the lessons. It's not enough to just learn from observation from others, you know? So I would say what I have found is that in that situation, I would just do my best to have compassion for people and be there for them and try to support them as best as I can. But I cannot, you know, allow you to keep me somewhere 
if you are not ready to change and rise above that. You see what I mean? Like when people are trying, as long as people are trying, as long as people are on that same path of elevation, they have those same interests in terms of their personal development, then I can be receptive to that. What I'm not receptive to is when people are at a certain stage and they are fine staying there and complaining, etc., etc. I have had my days where I wasted time pitying people and trying to help people and pull people up because they were in a season that I used to be in. So I felt sorry for them and I really wanted somebody to help me. So I decided to be the person that would help them. And all it did was drain me and drag me down because they were not ready to do anything about it. It wasn't their time. It wasn't their time. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com slash journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. So I'm saying it's not that you should judge people and just leave people behind. As long as they're trying, I feel like you can lend your support as long as they ask for it, if they need it, if they're receptive to it, if they're making progress. But if people are content where they are, it's not your job to decide to be their savior and then stress yourself out trying to save people. And another thing with navigating people's expectations, you know, around, you know, them accepting you for who you are. This is something I have been doing for years and I guess I guess it's it's a personal choice cuz some people do this some people don't. I have never done it the other way. I don't intend to, honestly, but I know a lot of people have done it the other way and it has worked out. I've been on the receiving end of that, so I know it does work out sometimes. I simply have never done it and it has made my life tremendously easier. And that is compartmentalizing your friendships, okay? Compartmentalize your relationships. Now, let me just give a disclaimer with this because I don't want to make it seem how I don't want to make it seem. I don't want to make it seem a certain way like you are keeping people around you who are not in alignment because that's not what I mean, right? I'm not saying... I compartmentalize because people are, there are some people who are not good for me and there are some people who are. That's not what I'm saying. So let me explain what I am saying and why I do this. Personally, I have always compartmentalized my friendships. I have never been the type of person that like had one big birthday dinner and I invited all of my friend groups and had them in the same place. I have never done that. And I am actually against that. Well, I'm not against it because like I've said, I've been to my other friends like birthday events. I'm using birthday because that's the most popular time you will see people bringing all of their friend groups together. That's the most common example. I have been on the receiving end where I have had my friends introduce me to their friends and I have gotten along with them and things have been great. But I have never actually done it. And it's not something I think I will do, to be honest. For me personally, I feel like my life is significantly easier compartmentalizing my friendships. I have all of my friendships, all of my friends are friends that I've had for years, like at least five for each group, right? Up to, I think, like 13. So like 13 years of friendship. So all of my friendships are long-standing friendships. And 
I have never mixed any of them because each group serves a different purpose in my life. And I love all of my friends, but they all serve different purposes in my life. I feel like, and it's not to say that I can't be myself around all of them, but different groups enrich my life in different ways. Like, I don't have, when it comes to people accepting me for who I am, here's the thing, here's what I've realized, right? You will not be 100% perfect for anybody and vice versa, right? Like, there are friends I have where we are polar opposites or we have a lot of differences and we complement each other in that way because where I may lack they might excel and vice versa right like I am very introverted I have friends who are very extroverted very outgoing and I absolutely love that about them because when I'm around people who are extroverted it's like I can be more comfortable speaking to other people because they will initiate the conversation. And that's the part about socializing that makes me the most anxious. So because they get rid of that part, it's like I can talk to people because there's somebody more outgoing that's like a buffer. It, and it just makes things easier for me, right? But here's the thing. With me being an introvert, even though that's the upside, there's also a downside because sometimes... When I'm obviously out with my, my extroverted friends who are socializing, obviously my social battery is a bit charged because I'm out socializing, but it might not be that charged. Like it might not be that charged to meet a bunch of people that I don't know. And the introverts will understand. But sometimes I only have the social capacity to talk to people I know. And sometimes I have the capacity to talk to people I know and meet people that I don't know. If I don't have the capacity to meet new people and I'm out with an extroverted friend, it might be draining because it's more socializing than I intended to do. You see what I'm saying? I say all that to say that every friendship, every relationship has its pros and cons. It has areas where y'all complement each other. There will be things that y'all don't like about each other. I do not place any expectations or needs on like all of my friends to meet all of them and that does not apply to like the bare minimum right like loyalty honesty that kind of thing that does not these type of things don't apply I feel like that should go that goes without saying I'm talking about specific needs that are specific to me that I need in people and relationships I don't place all of them on any one friend or any one friend group. I get different things from different people and that works for me, right? So I don't bring my friend groups together because I get different things from them and they're also different. They're not that different, but sometimes some of our interests are different some of the things we like to do are different. Some of the things we talk about are different. And I don't think it will go wrongly if I were to mix the friend groups. But for me personally, I just know because I expect ABC from this one friend group, if I need ABC right now, then I will initiate, you know, hanging out with that one friend group versus the other friend group and vice versa. You see what I mean? So that's something that I have found has helped me in terms of, you know, having people accept you for who you are. And that also goes into the third point, which is your people will come, okay? Your people will come. There are people who will accept you for you. There are people who will accept all of you for who you are. There are some, there are people who will accept, you know, different parts of you that others don't accept or don't really mesh with, or, you know, y'all don't compliment each other in that area. Like, I have friends who are extremely introverted like me, and when I am introverted and I just want to be indoors and do something like watch a movie and not go out, and I don't need to, like, be high-maintenance and host people, I have my introverted friend group for that. 
these are my friends that I have literally lived with in college. So we are comfortable being in each other's space. They can come. Let me tell you, I remember one time I hosted that friend group at my apartment. We were talking in the living room. It was like 3 a.m. at that point because it was New Year's Eve. So, you know, we stayed up watching fireworks, talking, etc. It was like 3 a.m. I literally fell asleep. Like I took a nap and I woke up, I think, around 5 a.m. And they were still talking, entertaining each other because it was it's three of us. It's like I could take a a nap in my apartment and they would just completely ignore me and talk to themselves like they understand how introverts operate they understand when our social battery runs out so I don't have to force myself to be extroverted or to entertain people they will just simply ignore me and I could just take that nap or stop socializing, recharge, and when I'm ready to converse again, then I will join the conversation. But there's literally no pressure on me to be outgoing or to do all of these extra things. Like if they want something, they can just go in the fridge and get it. So that's what I mean. But if I were to have that experience with one of my extroverted friends, it would be very different, right? Because they would have different expectations of me. We are fundamentally different in that regard. So it may not have been a good experience for them. You see what I'm saying? I hope this is making sense. I'm giving you these examples to let you see that you don't have to like force people to accept every bit of you. You just have to be who you are. And if need be, compartmentalize your friendships. So rather than... If you have a friend group of, say, introverts and you are extroverted and you want to go out more, then you don't stress out the introverted friends. I mean, yes, you can communicate and come up with like some type of monthly brunch date or dinner date so that you have that interaction, right? But you can also just go out and get friends who are more extroverted like you and are available to do the all of the extroverted things that you want to do that us introverts don't like that's what i'm saying that's what i mean your people will come there are people you just have to stay true to yourself and communicate what your needs are and what you're uncomfortable with and there are people who will fit perfectly into that right and if it's something if there's something that they are not doing you can communicate that and find compromise because, again, everything is not going to be perfect. Sometimes you will have to compromise to do things that they really enjoy and vice versa. But sometimes compartmentalizing your friendships is like one of the best ways to just make your life significantly easier. So it's like if you need ABC, you go to the ABC friend group. If you need XYZ, you go to your XYZ people. You see what I'm saying? That has made my life significantly easier. So that way, if there's any friend who I feel like we don't mesh in one area, but we're great in another area, then that could just be my friend group or my friend for that one specific area. And then when I need that and when they need that, we can link. You see what I'm saying? And then outside of that, we can compromise or we can just go to our other friends for the other things that we need. Yes, there are friends you can do absolutely everything with, right? I'm not saying there's an issue here, but I'm saying one thing I've realized is that in adulthood, child, things are not the same as when we were in school. Things are not the same as when we were required to report to a specific location every weekday from a certain time to a certain time, right? When we were expected to be in school, in class with them or on campus with them in college. Things are very different when you graduate and you leave school and everybody's adults and everybody's working. Like people have children, people have jobs, people have multiple jobs, people are back in school, people, you know, work for themselves and have more time than you do if you have a job. People want to travel more than you do. You know, like 
like once once you go into adulthood you realize it, your friendships are like they require a lot more work than when you were in school so for me personally one thing that has helped me is compartmentalizing my friendships and then just handling it that way i don't bring them together simply because like i said if i need different things from them it might not work for everybody like with my introverted friend group we can stay inside okay we can stay inside but if i bring my extroverted friends to the mix they might want to go outside and now we don't want to go outside but you want to go outside and so you're bored and we're having fun you see what i'm saying so that's why i rarely mix the groups because they serve different purposes in my life but I feel like you'll always feel out of place if you try to conform, if you try to just force people to accept every bit of you or if you have a lot of availability right now and you want to do a lot of things and your friends are not as available for whatever reason, it's like now you you are placing all of these expectations on them and they are or they are placing all of these expectations on you because they have more free time. And you feel like that's unfair because they're not being understanding and they're not willing to compromise. And my thing is, first and foremost, that's where communication comes in, okay? So we can find a compromise and we can resolve it in a way where both people are reasonably happy. But also, what I would say is, you know, in terms of people accepting you for who you are, number one, you, you obviously need to be clear on who you are what are your boundaries what are you working towards like when you talk about reinventing yourself and leveling up you need to be clear on what that best version of yourself looks like and then you need to start putting yourself out there more even without the influence of other people in your life like going out without your friends so you can meet new people that align with this new version of you you have to start putting yourself out there more your people will come. There will be people who come and accept you as you are. But for the people in your life, you need to communicate and you need to make sure that y'all are elevating at the same pace. And in terms of if you don't have people accepting you for who you are in your life right now, you just need to put yourself out there. Like that's one of the things, that's one of my goals. And I've actually started doing this already. But and it's not because I don't feel accepted, but it's more so because I just wanted to put myself out there. But you need to start putting yourself out there and going to different events and social clubs, joining social clubs, etc. by yourself, like without the influence of your friends. Because I already told you, with me being an introvert, if I go out with a friend, I tend to stick to the friend because that's comfortable for me right but if i let's say if i go out with my introverted friends if we find ourselves outside at some point we are all likely to stick to ourselves and just be quaint if i go out thinking okay i want to meet new people but i'm going out with my friends so that we can be comfortable please understand that the people you meet and whether or not you meet new people that is also dependent on the energy of your friends as well because you could be receptive to meeting new people but if you go out with a friend that has like rbf resting b face and they are just not trying to talk to anybody then understand that as a group y'all are going to look unapproachable and so you can just forget about meeting new people because it's not just about you. It's about whether or not the group looks approachable. And that's a thing people don't realize too. That's why you need to go out by yourself and then you give off whatever energy that you want to give off to let people know that you are approachable, you are available, you are here to make new friends, you can meet new people and not stick to stuff that you would typically talk about with your friends, right? You need to go and show up as the best version of yourself and just be yourself and your people will come. The people you mesh with will come. But yeah, that's like, you know, the main things I wanted to talk about in terms of being accepted for who you are. It might be difficult at first if you find yourself around people who are extremely different. 
but you will never be happy or satisfied and you might even get yourself in trouble in some cases if you choose to conform just to meet people's expectations so in my experience it's much better to be who you are to stand your ground and remain firm on your boundaries and what you will and won't do and you know you might struggle with being accepted with who you are if you're somebody who is continuously investing in your personal growth and development but your people will come right Make sure you're communicating with your friends when you change, when you start to feel differently about things that you were once comfortable with or if you have different expectations of them. And another thing I feel like I didn't really touch on is like a lot of times when people are placing these, you know, expectations on you and having a problem accepting you for who they are, sometimes these people just... It's, it's like they have these voids that they have. They have these needs that they need met. And you might be the only person in their life that they could think of to go to that. But I don't want you to feel like that's necessarily your responsibility, especially if you've never, if you never gave that energy, okay? Like with the drinking example, it's like if my friends... If my introverted friends decided that one day they just wanted to go out and be crazy, we do go out, but it's not like when I go out with my extroverted friends. But if my introverted friends wanted to go out and whatnot, we can absolutely do that. But if my introverted friends were to like switch up and try to like go to multiple places in the same night and stay out until like 4 a.m., I am going home, okay? I am going home. I need to be in bed by 10 30 p.m okay the latest i need to be in bed so in that situation they could possibly or one of them could possibly be mad at me like oh we never have fun first of all first of all that's 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 not what this group is about okay now that is that is very unlikely (laughs) in my life in like with that group specifically but What I'm saying is if they were to have that need all of a sudden, then what would likely happen is that we would talk to the person and be like, well, why do you want this all of a sudden? Because sometimes people have issues where they may have had somebody else fulfilling that need or that void and that person or that relationship is now strained. And so they now place these expectations on you. Or they have certain issues and they expect you to do such and such to help them fill that void. That is not necessarily your job, right? That is not your job and that's not something that you should feel obligated to do if it's completely out of the norm, right? You are allowed to ask questions. You are allowed to have a discussion if it's not something you're comfortable with. It's not something that you should just naturally conform to because they have that, because they have that expectation of you. It's your decision whether or not you choose to compromise, but if that person, for example, just had that expectation and you never acted that way with them, then that is an unfair projection because they are not accepting you for who you are. If you've always been the very calm, quiet, cool, chill, no drinking, no drugs, stay out of trouble, friend, and all of a sudden people want you to be the complete opposite, that's not your business. That is not your business. Because where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? Now, a simple um, conversation can neutralize any issues that can come up. But at the end of the day, you really have to think critical about it. And if you are doing it too, which we'll talk about next week. Next week, we'll talk more so about when you project onto people. But this week, we're talking about when people project onto you. Like, just think about it. If you've always been one way and now people are getting mad at you because you're not the opposite, it's like, let me help you find out where you had me messed up. Because when did I ever give that energy? When did I ever give that energy? Be true to who you are, okay? Stay true to who you are. Yes, it, 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 there will be sometimes you have to compromise, but find a reasonable compromise, okay? 
find a reasonable compromise. But if people are just expecting you to change and be something you are not, then that is not realistic. People can't just wake up one day and expect you to be a different person. What you need to do is have a conversation with them about the void that they are trying to fill, right? As a friend. And let's discuss that. Let's discuss how we can, you know, find a compromise in this situation. But if that's not who you are, then they can't just expect you to do a complete 180 because all of a sudden that's what they want to do. Like in some cases, it's not that big of a deal, but in some cases it absolutely is, right? And if you find yourself having multiple issues going back and forth with people not accepting you for who you are, then it's time to put yourself out there and attract new people who will. So that is all I have to say in today's episode. Next week, we will talk about when you project onto people. That episode will likely be, you know, a bit more spicy. If you know, you know. But yeah, if you liked this episode, make sure you leave a five-star rating and a written review wherever you listen. Yesterday was audio only. <sighs> Just whatever. Just bear with me, okay? But let me know if y'all agree <laughs> or what are your thoughts with the whole compartmentalizing your friendships? Because I know people do different things. Let me know. You can send me a DM on Instagram or TikTok. But I'm curious because I know a lot of people don't care and they'll just mix all of their friends. But I have always been the type of person to keep my friendships separate and always have like two birthday dinners or separate trips if I need to. Because that's just what works for me, you know. But let me know what y'all's experience has been. But yeah, that's all I have to say this week, and I will talk to you next Sunday. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.